This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Turbal people and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and that Australia has never come to terms with the crimes that were committed against Indigenous people following European settlement. Well may we say God save the Queen because nothing will save the Governor-General. You know I've searched my heart to prove There's better ways to push and pull Hey, whatever gets you through these days Hello and welcome to Well May We Say, a progressive podcast about Australian politics. This is episode 115 for Sunday, 12th of January, 2020. I'm Jeremy Sear, and each week I'll be joined by a guest or guests to help me discuss what's just been happening to the country and hopefully what we can do about it. Tonight's guest hosts are Nick Carr. Hey, Nick. Hey, back again. Yeah. Welcome. How are you going? I'm full of plague, which is why this uh, episode is a little later than, than <laughs> it had been hoped. And and my darling wife, Denise. Hello. We're going to Denise Pierco. The two of you are going to make up for the fact that when I rant, I'll then just be like coughing incoherently in the corner for me. Oh no. <laughs> we can talk over the, the, the lung cough. Oh yeah, it'll be, it'll be entertaining. You'll hear like people talking about what's happening whilst in the background there's just the faint noises of somebody dying and thrashing on the ground. It's great. That, that's, that's, <laughs> I, I think that's... That sounds like great fun. Oh, to be fair, in Australia yeah. these days, people dying and thrashing on the ground because they can't breathe. Something that's probably... Uh, our new normal. It's our new normal. People... Uh, Oddly old, fitting. A lady gets yeah. off a plate in Canberra and dies immediately from the air. Oh, that's horrible. Um, <laughs> it's I don't under I don't understand at this point how we're not all marching in the streets. And I know there were, there were big marches on Friday. Yeah. But the idea that you know now in Canberra, the capital of the country, you can't breathe unless you buy you know mm. you can afford a thousand dollar air purifier and stay in that one room. You better not have to go outside. So you know, to, to hell with yeah. agriculture or any of the things that need, you know we might need to go outside to produce so that we can live. Well, they suspended the postal service. Yeah. This is, I mean, even in Melbourne, like I, I'd, I'd been, Oof. you know, smugly hoping that the smog wouldn't hit us in Melbourne because you know, you know, yeah. west to east air currents You're far enough in. It'd blow the other way. Nah, no, nah. no. Got us, like, and we only had two days of it. We had about two, two and a half days of it, and it was really awful. Um, Canberra's had months. Sydney's had months. Yeah, and like weeks. And the people who were actually yeah, we're this far away just getting it from a wind pattern. Can you imagine what it must actually be like for people living in the in the zones? It's it's bonkers. Like, yeah, right in the middle yeah. of it, yeah. And obviously a big part of how it's gone wrong in the first place is that this government doesn't want to do anything about climate change, didn't want to um, take anything into account from all the warnings from the fire chiefs saying uh, this is going to be catastrophic. They don't want it to be. They want to pretend it's not yeah. unprecedented. Everything's fine. Nothing needs to change. So they were very slow to get started. Mm. And they've been, once it's become so catastrophic that surely everybody's, you know, it's a worldwide story. The fact that you can't, like, it's pretty hard to get people not bothered by the fact they can't breathe. <laughs> But it just goes to show you, I think, how bought out they are. Is that at this point, I think people are starting to get pretty angry about it. Like, I think the tides have definitely turned on it all, but they still won't. Like, I mean, I think the smart political thing at this point would be to flip on it all, wouldn't it? It would just be this is the time to do it. Start actually doing but he's something. He's not. Like, yeah. This is the opportunity. Yeah, this is the point to go. Right, yeah. we're all together. But it, 
they're trying so hard with their 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 arsonists bullshit. Like, um, and the 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 Murdoch press have done worked really hard to try and push this idea. Look, it's not climate change. Or when we have to mention climate change, it's happening anyway. We can't do anything about it. Uh, Arsonists and Mm -hmm. lack of backburning. And as each of them have been torn apart from the you know the RFS saying no no. We've done as many hazard reduction burns as we can, but we've had our resources cut and the window for doing those burns is also, shrinking. the other thing they've come out with yeah. is just that hazard reduction burns only do so much. Um, like, they yeah. aren't this, like, global pansia that it's being sold as being. Like, it's not this what well, When it's this hot too, it's this, it, jump, it's, it doesn't matter what's on the exactly. ground. They jump it's, over it. It's been... There's been drought conditions. Mm. There's been all sorts of things that have contributed to the the hotter weather, the drier weather. That backburning doesn't actually. It's it's not a global fix. It's not like oh no, we did a backburn. No. There's never going to be a forest fire. Well, so um, yeah. uh, but the backburning is when they're doing it as the Sorry, fire's but going. Sorry, the hazard reduction. Hazard reduction yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. but they can't do. I mean, you'd have to put a lot more resources in to do more hazard reduction burns anyway, because. Um, the window is so short. Mm. Um, you really you can't yeah. do them when it's wet. You can't do it when it's hot. You can only do it in a very small yeah. window, um, and that's that window is shrinking. So you need to have huge numbers more people to do them. And again, that's still not going to stop the fires happening, it's, and it won't even stop them spreading because, as we see, like yeah. Fitzsimmons from the RFS in New South Wales made it very clear. Uh, no, the, at this temp- when the temperatures are like this, it just jumps. Yeah, that's it. It just gets around. It doesn't and, matter what's on the ground. It's in the top of the trees. Yeah. Well, and I remember being in the Blue Mountains after, oh God, it would have been almost a decade ago after the uh, last big fires up in the Blue Mountains and looking at the trees about a week later. Um, and you could just see, like, some of the ground was absolutely untouched. Mm. But the trees would be charred and all on the one side as the wind was coming through and blowing it super quickly, it would just catch on a tree and then move to the next yeah. one and the oil like the, because eucalyptus trees are very high in oil they burn and they burn quite hot but they it take it just keeps moving so quickly but mm. yeah some of the ground was absolutely untouched and the treetops were charred yeah. there's parts of during after the stantop fires there's parts of stantop where it's the same you can see that the bottom of the tree trunk is is fine but the tops all the way along the top that's where it's all burnt yeah so how would a fuel reduction a ha- yeah. hazard reduction burn have a say it helps in that case no, not at no. all because it didn't matter what was on the ground no no that's it it was irrelevant but they've they've been desperately throwing these out i, I, I did i did like um that the the your, your murdoch press keep on coming out with uh volunteer firefighters who then turn out to be you know the head of a forestry company but he's in the cfa on the weekend so yeah. he gets to say volunteer they had that on the the drum the other day they had uh bridget meany on uh, she was like a yeah, was it Liberal Party strategist or something? And she had been a volunteer firefighter from way back in the, like a couple of years ago or whatever. And they had her still touting the arsonist line and the um, yeah, and the green. It's all the greenies' fault. Like she stuck the foot in on greenies yeah. and blamed Labor as well. Said that they were in bed with the greens. And it's like, all right, okay, yeah. And did anybody on the drum call them out and say that is nonsense? That I think yeah. the ABC did a fact check recently, um, like yesterday or today yeah. that was um, that it's arson was like a tight like one yep. percent of the of the causes of any of the fires, yeah. and that's the ignition. That's not a cause of how the arsonists don't get to choose 
how far they spread and how fast they spread. Mm. Like, that's the climate change debate. Yeah. We've always had arsonists. It's not like there's been a sudden spike in arson. Mm. Yeah, well, so so Kevin Newen, who works for the ABC in uh, news analysis and uh, investigation, was uh, tweeting yesterday that he's gotten a lot of hate mail for their latest article about the actual arson, arson figures for this bushfire season. A lot of them are accused them of using biased sources who are pushing a climate alarmist oh, agenda. Yeah. And, he, and he says, because nothing screams hippie lefty snowflake like the New South Wales police. <laughs> <laughs> the police are actually coming out and yeah. saying, no, no, these numbers that you're, you're spreading are wrong. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you see the, and I've, I have grabbed the audio of this, but I'm, I don't know if I'll play, but the, the, the um, New South Wales Police Minister, Elliot, who, you know, the same guy who was advocating for the fact that they keep strip searching children. Oh, in yeah. Wales, yep. like, <laughs> you know, the, the bonkers New yeah. South Wales Police state crap. Anyway, there's been looting, apparently. So when you're angry, when you're angry because the government's been completely incompetent, well, let's, let's get on to Scummo and his, or Sooty, I'm, I'm going with this week, actually. Let's get on to Sooty. Oh, new nickname. Nice. Yeah, I mean, Sooty kind of works for him this week. <laughs> we'll get on to Sooty and his mismanagement in a second. But, yeah, when you're trying to divert attention from, you know, divert people's rage, mm. you know, loot, arsonists is good. You need to find some criminals. Yeah, some, some that's it. Yeah. ne'er-do-wells out there that you can write. Um, arsonists and looters. Yeah. Looters are out there. And he was out there giving a speech about how, how there were looters and they were... The, the, they needed to be punished to the, the maximum extent of the law, and, and the you know he'd be overriding any magistrates who who were who were, were not suitably tough on them, mm. um, and that they were people who were stealing from people who'd lost everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I've, how I'm, I'm willing to, <laughs> I'm I'm willing to bet that the looters, yeah. yeah. If they've lost everything, what are they stealing? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't think the looters are going into like a completely burned down house. Yeah. It is possible that there are looters who are like breaking into an empty house, yeah. but those people haven't lost everything. Yeah, but. <laughs> Or, or alternatively, if they do then subsequently lose everything, well, it didn't really matter. Wasn't it nice that something got something was used before it was burnt? Yeah. It would have been burnt anyway. Yeah. No, but yeah. obviously looting is not an ideal thing, but in a situation where um, people can't get food, and of course, mm. uh, did you see that Centrelink was being asked what happens to people on Indu who can't, uh, the cut when the um, yeah. ATM systems go down, uh, the, the, the direct one, so that car, stupid card can't yeah. be used? What are they meant to do? And, and Sedlick's like, oh, sorry, and when they can't use their mobile, to, yeah. and Sedlick's like, tweets back, oh, they should call us. Like, yeah. they're just being specifically told they can't communicate. <laughs> everything's down. They're like, they should any call attention us. At all. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, that was always the biggest argument. Oh, sorry, not the biggest argument, but one of the arguments against those cards is that, yeah, what do you do in exactly this situation? So it's messed up. It's very messed up. But, like, all this stuff, all the, all the lies, you know, like the, the lies about the arson, and the, it's so effective everyone where i live like there's so many people where i live and where i work like i'm going in all these houses for work and they just everyone keeps repeating the oh man these bushfires terrible and like yeah no it's no good bloody greenies and the arsonists like that's the first thing they always go to like everybody it's it's crazy how effective it's been just giving someone a boogeyman I had someone on my Facebook pull that the other day. Oh, it's the Greenies. And I was like, yeah. well, it's not. And I linked them to a bunch of articles, including one from like from yeah. Channel 10 and including another one from news.com.au. Um, and they basically said, oh, I don't believe anything I see I read in The Guardian. Because one of the four articles I listed saying that this wasn't was from The Guardian. They were just yeah. focused on that. And then they started bashing in on Larissa Waters. <laughs> right. I- <laughs> But I, and I guess I guess we just have to not yeah. not drop it. I guess we just have to keep calling it because they because these are such dumb lies. Like when they're like, you need to say to them, sorry, how many of these fires do you think started by mm. arsonists? And what's your source? 
Because literally, it's like one percent. It's and hard. Are you saying that? Work. Are you saying that asking? Yeah. Well, okay. In, obviously, it's difficult there, but like with friends and family, basically, we just need to keep hammering the. It's getting yeah. worse. Have you not noticed? Like we just had these obscenely hot. Like this is the hottest mm. year that Australia's ever had. We had those two hottest days ever in December within mm. like two days of each other. Like you might say. I mean, when do you say it was no. ever hotter? It's never been this hot. Even the Prime Minister now has to concede when he's giving his excuses for why he didn't do anything. He's like, these yeah. are unprecedented. Like, I couldn't have known it was going to happen. It's unprecedented. All right. Unprecedented. If even Scott Morrison is conceding it's unprecedented, yeah. that means things are changing. Do you want this to keep changing or do you want us to mm. not have it keep changing? But he's doing the same thing. Like, he's redirecting. He was on 2GB on Friday, and he keeps redirecting it to, as a reduction. Because he's talking about how, you know, there's more public opinion on these matters. But we have to be careful because, you know, hazard reduction. Yeah. Hazard reduction's a big thing. And, and how him. do we do that in times of drought? And- oh, he does, he does ask in this too. All right. Let's go yep. to Scummo. So Scummo first came under criticism because just as the New South Wales bushfires were getting worse, like, and when it was fairly obvious that it was going to mm. dramatically... Uh, escalate, he went off with his family uh, on a holiday to Hawaii. Now, when the media are now reporting this, they start off with that he was criticised for being away at the start and he just went on a holiday. Um, but, you know, the timing mm. was, was suspect. But let, I, we haven't had a chance to really discuss this, but let's just, for the record, remind everybody the bit that keeps being dropped out of that co- commentary, that the Prime Minister of Australia left the country without telling anyone that he'd left the country, without putting anyone back in charge without saying, you know... With his office denying that he left the country. That's right. So he didn't put anyone in country in, in yeah. charge. And then when he was asked about it, when his office was asked, they lied. They lied. They refused. Yeah. They, they said he wasn't there. They, they blatantly yeah. lied about it. And that's all been dropped. Okay, I agree with the general premise that a, that a politician, an MP, isn't actually... This whole idea of the, being like a president and being there on the front lines... I mean, I'm wary of that to start with. Yeah. But, hell, it's a thing that Scummo and his party happily push. So if he wants to be a national leader, nicking off in the middle of a bushfire t- crisis, not good. Not a good look. Not appropriate. No. Um, and the line that, that his defenders put up, he's entitled to a holiday. It was his third for the year. He could have gone later. Yeah, and, and didn't we have, didn't he pass legislation or something at the start of the year so that there was less sitting... Like there, were, there was less time actually sitting in Parliament this year oh, than ever yeah. or something? There was only like a really reduced number of weeks. I don't think I need to pass legislation. They just, they just, they just decide when it's going to... They just scheduled fewer yeah. days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Year. It's hardly... But, yeah. Although, like, his job isn't just being in Parliament according to what they now do with it. But, yeah, yeah. he's had... that would have. This is his third holiday, so he could have waited. Mm. But the bit of leaving the country without, you know, telling the country who's, you know, the, yeah. the Deputy Prime Minister's now... It. His office denying <laughs> it is the, the second part. I'm just going with the first bit of not actually putting anybody in charge in the first place. Yeah. Like, yeah. you just think off and be like, you know, if a meteor hit us, nobody knows who the, where the Prime Minister is. Nobody knows who's in charge. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, it's a really weird... And, or a natural disaster like the giant bushfires. So that was really bonkers, and that, that was the start of it. And then he arrives back, yeah. and people are angry with him, not just because of that, but he also spent the first chunk of time trying to minimise that anything had changed. So he's like, no, these are fairly mm. ordinary fires. Volunteer, volunteer firefighters don't need any support. They'd be insulted if no, we gave yeah. them money. You know, they do it out of love. The fact is that these crews, um, 
Yes, they're tired, but they also want to be out there defending their communities. And in many cases, you've got to hold them back. <laughs> like, uh, which which then leads to this audio from from a, a firefighter who was not only impressed with being told that he was out there, you know, busting his guts for weeks at a time for the love of it. <laughs> you from the media, tell the Prime Minister to go and get from Nelligan. We really enjoy doing this head. Thank you very much. I've lost seven houses already in Nelligan. I'm not going to lose any more, you head. Stand down now. Don't defer to govern. You knew this was coming. It's been coming for a few years. You've been totally ignorant of it. And now we're wearing your problem. Tell the PM to come and meet me. Paul Parker from Nelligan. Meet you any day, pal. Yeah, that is one of the great clips that's going to outlive this whole thing. That's going to get played and played and played. That's, yeah, that's some good stuff. Good stuff. Have you seen the issues that they have with the firefighters' compensation? With volunteer firefighters' compensation, ah, they yeah. promised. Sorry, so, we're, we're jumping about the place because we're going to. But yeah, okay. So when he's eventually been shamed into it, shamed he's in- like, we're going to give firefighters $6,000. Except it turns out. They're, so it turns out that. When it initially looked like it, it looked like if you had done more than 10 days, you would be able to get this mm. compensation. But your time only starts once the 10 days. So it's for any days over those 10 days. So those first 10 days, you don't get anything for it. <laughs> that max, that $300 a day they talked about is only to match your wage. So if you made less than that, then you won't get mm. 300 If you're working hours that you wouldn't normally be scheduled for, so say you worked from midnight till 10 a.m. Yeah. and your normal workday was from 9 till 5, you'll only get paid for 9 Gee. till 10. If you're a casual yeah. worker or a part-time worker and you're doing your volunteer firefighting shifts on days that you wouldn't normally work part-time, you won't get paid for them. <laughs> it's all of these caveats. Like, basically, they're going to pay no yeah. one anything. And so, and this whole thing that, you know, we'll get you if you're self-employed, we'll get you if you're a farmer, you have to actually show that your farm or self-employed business would have made money on those days, which a few farmers have, who are volunteer uh, volunteers have said that that's really difficult because they're in the middle of a drought yeah. and they might not yeah. be making, like, it, it's hard to show that. Um, and it's one of those things. So what, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to fight your fire all night, then come home at 9am and go into your job and then go back out yeah. to fight the fire? Like, there's all sorts of interesting things. So we will see throughout, whenever the libs offer money for something, Yeah. whenever they promise to do something... It's yeah. it's a con. Like there is there is a there is a kind of we'll see that throughout this whole incident. In fact, probably generally throughout the the Libs term in office. But whenever they claim to be being generous, and and remember, Scummo was dragged kicking and screaming into announcing that he was going to give six thousand dollars up to six thousand dollars. You know that classic thing when up you see a sale yeah. up to something percent off, which means <laughs> most of it won't be anything off. But anyway. Um, when he was offering up to $6,000 for the firefighters because their, hey, firefighters just do it for the love, wasn't no, yeah. playing very well. <laughs> Funnily enough. Tell the Prime Minister to go and get yeah. from <laughs> So then he you know, felt that he had to offer something because people were feeling a bit bad for the firefighters. Made it seem like they were going to get something. Turns out that's bullshit. Yeah. But they do that. Every time they make an announcement like that, you've got to look at the fine print because they don't do anything kindly and benevolently no. and without strings attached. For example... Twiggy Forrest, their yeah. mate, has been being lauded for I don't know, really sickening 70 watching. million. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it was, it was sickening watching like the commercial news coverage of of the uh, donations. So yeah. first of all, this is all stuff that should be should be funded by taxes. Mm-hmm. It's all stuff that should be done yeah. by the government. We shouldn't be needing to donate money to run fire services. This is ridiculous. Mm. 
But th- when they run this, they're like, here's some rich Hollywood people who are donating this money. Here's Gina Reinhart, who's, you know, donated some money, but she won't tell us how much because she's very private about it. So yeah. why are we even talking about yeah. it? How private is she? If you, she's what Anyway. And Twiggy Forrest, what a generous man. He's giving $70 million. Is he, though? Yeah. Because... <laughs> Uh, it's not actually going to... None of the money actually goes to the people who are doing the work. The work, yeah. And $50 million of it goes to his own foundation, an obscenely well-resourced foundation, so that he can talk about the causes of the bushfire. Yeah. Now, to you, Mike Forrest, mining CEO, doesn't want any action on climate change. Absolutely One not. of the reasons why they killed the mm. resources rent tax. Uh, yeah. Out there this week, giving an indication of what sort of causes they'll be talking about, he reckons it's arson. Yeah. He's talking about arson. So that money, $50 million, is going to be going into finding excuses other than action on climate yeah. change that would actually chunk- help us. And another big chunk of it is going into getting more volunteers to work as firefighters. Unpaid. They don't oh, pay them. Oh, God. Like, yeah. it's, like, like, half of the remainder is going to uh, to try and rustle up more volunteer firefighters. Yes. How do you spend $10 million on firefighters without, on volunteers without giving anything to, to the, the volunteers? volunteers. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought some of it, I thought, like, $10 million was going to them, but no. that's it. I don't, I don't think they get a cent. No, I thought... Anyway. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, so, look, the thing is, these are shonks, and whenever they try and tell you that they are doing something to help, yeah. particularly when they're pushed into it, <laughs> wait, wait till you read the fine yeah, print very where carefully. Going. I reckon it, that'll also be, uh, like, a, he'll be able to claim that on tax as well, won't he? Because it's charitable donation. Well, it's, I'm not sure that Twiggy Forrest can claim it on tax because he doesn't pay. I don't think he pays any tax in the first place. Yeah. He'll get like, a refund. It's, it's hard to get a. F- yeah, he probably would. Yeah. You know what? He will probably get a refund of that seventy. We will probably pay it to you. Yeah, yeah. just give it back oh, to him. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. But Centrelink's doing it as well. Some people have been contacting uh, people have been contacting Centrelink to get the money that they've been promised because they live in fire zones, and they've been told things like. Oh, well, our maps don't show that you're in the fire zone, so you don't qualify, even though, like, people's houses have burnt down <laughs> because their maps had, hadn't been updated yet. Uh, people have been told that because the pub they work at in the town has been, uh, they haven't been working any shifts mm. there because it's just been housing, basically, people from the fire, refugees from the fire, basically. Yep. Um, so they've lost all their all their shifts. Well, you're only a casual, so you don't qualify. Mm. Or, well, technically that's not affected by the fire, even though all your shifts have been cancelled. People have been calling three or four and five times yeah. before they be finally getting someone who's told them yes. So they're saying that how many people haven't called three or four or five times. Yeah, they just give up. How many people can't get there, you yeah. know? And someone who works in the area but lives outside the area, works at, like, a medical center in the area, which is closed because of the fires, but lives outside the area, has been told that they don't qualify because they don't live in the area. Yeah. Like, it's a, just constantly these sort of, of things where it's like, oh, we have this money for you. And someone else told, oh, well, why don't you apply for New Start instead of apply for this uh, fire thing? <laughs> Is that the new start that's like five to eight weeks of yeah. working but yeah. it doesn't get back to yeah. Well, basically, the response is, well, by the time the new start application was even processed, I'd be back at work. Yeah. Uh, what I need is this $1,000 mm. so I can pay rent. It's it's very intentional so that you just give up. It's uh, it's so that you just yep. get bored with it and you throw it away. I, I remember back, yeah. I don't know why, you just give it to them, give them the money, and then they can like do the details later. I think I, if I remember correctly, during the, was it the 2011 floods, um, when they were giving, uh, I think there was the thousand dollars relief there as well, and basically they just—if you said you needed it, they paid it, 
and then yeah. they checked it out later. Like, you know, once it was all yeah. over with, then they followed up and made sure that everybody was had done the right thing, you know, and there was consequences if you yeah. had claimed it. You know, like, just give them the money now, sort the rest out later. You know what? But even... Does it really hurt even if they get the extra money... Because what are they going to do with it? Spend it in the bloody communities yeah. that desperately well, that, need it. it yeah. Like, is it is it a thing we need to be stingy about in the first place? No, exactly. Yeah. not. exactly not. Yes, very good point. Yeah, no. And and that's exactly it. Like, if people live in that area and are getting some money, um, even if they they're you know if they're five hundred meters from the fire zone, you know what? They're still going to spend that money on things in their area. And if they're mm. spending it on rent, then that frees up other money to spend on things yeah. in the area. Yeah. Like. So let's let's go through it because we'll come back to Scummo and his attitude to like inconsistently telling people to support local businesses and stuff. But of course, when it comes down to things like that money, no, he's yeah. not interested in, yeah. in that. Um, but let, so he went. Obviously, we've all seen the footage that he went to Cabago um, to mm. get some footage of because this is after he's got back. And he's like, God damn it, I've I've had to cut my holiday short. Fine, <laughs> I better look like I'm out. Yeah. I'm out there. Like serious. I don't even know if the edge. Ended up coming back any earlier in the end. Didn't it was a day no. early, wasn't it? Wasn't it a day early? Yeah. Wasn't it? Was it even? Yeah. Was it even that though? Maybe not. But yeah, not, yeah, he wanted he wanted to act like he'd come back early, mm-hmm. and and he's really resentful about it. And but obviously his media people were saying you can't sit this out. Yeah. This is killing you. Yeah. You have to be here. And it's astonishing to me how badly he's done this too, because this is the sort of thing that particularly a conservative leader, should be able to use to rally the nation around them. Mm. Yeah. You know, they, whatever whatever you say about, about Scummer and his latest scandal, I remember back in 2020 mm. when he was he really brought the nation together around yeah. during those those fires. He was, you know, he was really the man for the for the time. Like, it is a perfect opportunity for somebody like Scummer. Yep. But no, he's a small person who doesn't want the job. Yeah. He wants the power, he wants the privilege, but he doesn't want any of the responsibilities no. on it. And so he'd make a shitty Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> it actually shows you how bad he is at marketing, I think, because he just hasn't seen it for the opportunity to do that, like to get ahead of it and to use the story to benefit himself. Like he could have, yeah, like you say, brought everyone in on it, go on, look, we're all in this together. But instead, he's really tanked it. He's really stuffed up. Is, is, is it the Peter principle, the, the point that people fail upwards to them? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that. But so Scummo resentfully was back. He had to get some photographs for the fa- for the news court papers of him, you know, comforting bereaved people, grieving loss of their you know animals, homes, mm. people because people are human beings have died. Although again, Scummo has some difficulty with that, which we'll get to <laughs> in a minute. So they sent him down to Cabago for some reason, and he arrived, and yeah. the firefighter didn't want to shake his hand. Oh, and the other firefighter picked up a cup of coffee to avoid it. Like, he starts to turn around the guy who didn't want to shake his hand, and the other guy swoops yeah. in and picks up his coffee, and he just sort of does this weird, awkward turn back. Yeah, and then a firefighter in the background, like, like presses a button in, in midair and, like, sort of starts squatting as if he's in an elevator that's going down behind the desk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that bit, that bit made up. But uh, the other part, no, no, he definitely, they both tried to avoid it. And then he tried to grab this woman's hand. Yeah. Now, this footage really should yeah, be seen yeah. by everybody who hasn't seen it because they're doing a very good job at the moment of trying to gaslight Australia into thinking it was something that, other than it was because the footage itself shows mm. he goes and grabs her hand and doesn't wait for her consent and then she tries to she says to him I'm only going well I'll play the audio how are you mate yeah. how, are you? how are you I'm only shaking your hand if you give more funding to our RFS. So many people here have lost their homes. We need to We need more help. All right, so she's asking him, you can't, 
hear it, but as she's asking yeah. him for help, he walks off. Now, this is relevant <laughs> because later when we get to the, what, his 7.30 interview, he claims yeah. that he was there to offer empathy and, and support and so forth. Mm. Now, she is literally asking him for that, and he walks away. And he has his mate, who's this creepy mayor from uh, Cabago, who is a nat, I think. Um, and he yeah, kind and of he grabs... has a history of being actually creepy, doesn't he? Like, yeah. he's been done for improper, improper behaviour before, yeah. His son is the pub owner there, so when Scummer later on talks, when he's responding to all the people who are hostile to him on the 7.30, and he's like, the Cabago pub owner, you know, don't, don't, these are, those are their, their mates yeah. down there. Like, yeah, 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 I'm sure the local nat mayor... And he's, you know, because of his son, I'm sure they were friendly, but that doesn't mean that people generally were. Anyway, yeah. so this guy, yeah, he grabs her and sort of puts his arm around her in this creepy hug thing to sort mm. of shepherd her away from him. It's Yeah, and she's saying, really I only want to shake your hand if you have more funding for the fire services. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. many people have lost things. We need more help. So she's not saying, get away from me. She's just saying, help us. Yeah, yeah she wasn't being rude or belligerent or anything she was just literally saying and it was incredible how quick that shows you that he was purely just there for the photo op because as soon as he didn't get what he wanted from yeah, her he's like oh shit i'm not getting what i wanted yeah, yeah. he just walks away he's like no nah, yeah. not this one we'll try the next one you know like yeah that's he was just yeah. trying to get in and out as quickly as he could well, that, and that is exactly right and that is him this yeah. whole way through well he started in kangaroo yeah. island as well yeah, well, hang on, we'll get to Kangaroo Island, but before we do that, we've got the, I'm going to drop in the audio of the rest of the Kabago. Obviously, he had a much more hostile reaction yeah. from the rest of the Kabago residents. Nah, you really yeah, you won't be getting any votes down here, buddy. You You're an idiot. Who votes liberal around here? Nobody. No yeah, liberal yeah, votes. You're out, son. Oh. You are out. Good night, man. Good night. Bye. Go on, piss what about the people? I don't see Kirribilli burning after the fireworks. This is not fair. We are totally forgotten about down here. Every single time this area has a flood or a fire, we get nothing. If we were Sydney, if we were North Coast, we would be flooded with donations, with urgent emergency relief. Fall down! Come back! Come back! And then he just drives off. They just yeah. get in their cars and drive off. Oh, so I should have done this earlier too because there's also some footage of his, tri his minders or whoever's there are making excuses to the firefighter who didn't want to shake his hand. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm just tired or something. Yeah. And, and this guy's like, no, he's lost his house. Yeah. And this guy was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't occur to him to be like, oh, God, yeah. that's horrible. Can I go yes. back in there and say to him how sorry I am or what I can do for him? Or like it's not a human no, being. Yeah. No, it. he really isn't. He, he yeah. doesn't have empathy. It's, it's really this... And, and look, this footage and the footage on Kangaroo Island is a bit where he just doesn't, doesn't recognise that people died. And the fact that he cannot ever acknowledge that he could do something differently. And we'll say that in the yeah. that he was point blank asked, you know, he could have had a better week. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> Everything just seems wrong. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. um, he, he's incapable of acknowledging actual errors. He will only yeah. ever acknowledge them in the, you know, the broader sense. Oh, I probably shouldn't have gone on holiday, but I owed it to my kids and, and Jenny. And like he's, he no. always makes it, it's always that he had it, yeah. had it he blamed somebody dad. else. Yeah. But when that woman was asking him, yeah. like, help for the RFS, and he just walked off, why couldn't he have said to her, you know, we're doing what we can, and mm. just even the ordinary politician platitudes 
that an ordinary yeah. politician, even bloody Abbott, would have been able to do that. Oh, well, yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah. Scummo is, is an extra level. Dutton, maybe not. Yeah. I think Dutton. I think Dutton now, our next Liberal leader, if Scummo gets rolled, I think yeah. Dutton will be even worse. But yeah. I, I like Scummo is at the point of making Tony Abbott seem like a human being, and Tony Abbott is a human being. He's an evil human being who believes terrible things and does a lot of harm. Yeah. But I think he has at least like. Even if you're not going to do it, the thing about Scummo is, I think a lot of the Liberal Prime Ministers would have made platitudes, said the stuff that a human being would say, and then gone on and done nothing about it anyway, unless they were forced yeah. to politically, and like they would have done the minimum they could get away with, and you know they would have still been shit human beings, and they wouldn't have really tried. Sure. But up until Scummo, I think they all at least had the basic human... Um, I don't know, not even just empathy, but basic yeah. sense that of... of Look, how... they had installed the program that came with the human suit that made them at least act like they <laughs> how had to behave yeah, yeah. Do the right thing at the right time, yeah. yeah. Like, the idea that he couldn't be... He can't even make the right sounds. Like it's he amazing. Even, he can't even nod sympathetically. He can't even look at you with interest. Like, he can't even... Even if you it. were Tony Abbott and you didn't care about it and you were yeah. just going to... Like, yeah. Why? You would still... He would still say... We're really sorry about what you've gone through. Like they would yeah. utter insincere platitudes. You would be like, "I'm yeah. sorry about you know." Even when they, when you're a person like them who doesn't mean it, I'm really sorry what you've <laughs> gone through. I hear what you're saying, and the firefighters do need more. And you know, I, I agree that we should yeah. be putting more in, and that's what we're going to do. It's, and like, you he know, says he's taking it, like it's it's, it, but he's not. Like if no. he's sitting there, you have to sit there and you have to take it. You have to let people yell at you, and you have to nod, and you have to go. You're right. By the time she said the five, like the thing about, oh, please give us more funny. By the time she'd finished, he'd her already sentence, moved on. He was already gone. Yeah, yeah. He's got no it was transactional. It's. I think it's. He's so far removed from ever that being a problem. Like if he, I, I don't think he cares because, like for him, if his house burnt down, it would be a minor inconvenience. Like he, just, he could just go. Like it'd be like, oh well, I'll just go live in one of the other houses. Like it'll be fine. Like he just doesn't understand at all. He's got no idea. I'd be asking for my empathy. Empathy consultant money back. I'd be, I'd be what, getting was it. Ninety refund. million dollars or something we gave an empathy. Or no, no. How much was it? It can't have been that much, can it? No, no, it was a couple hundred thousand. I think it was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was an insane amount. But the, the empathy consultant, you mean, or yeah, yeah, it was a couple, anyway. I think it was, it was a huge amount of money. Yeah, no time to go and look that up because we've got to play uh, Scummo's visit to Gangaroo Island. Also a success, <laughs> and then we can, then we can play him having no remorse for any of this on seven thirty. So <laughs> he goes to Kangaroo Island. This is at the same time as uh, Iran. And the US are about to get, go to war, <laughs> and he he gives a, a press conference in which he's making a but. So this is this is before the people dying thing. He just makes this this weird press conference where he tells people, whilst there's still a fire danger, yeah, to come to Kangaroo Island, and that look, I'll, I'll play the audio. But even here on Kangaroo Island, where a third of the island has obviously been decimated, two thirds of it is of open and ready for business. And it's important to keep these local economies um, vibrant at these times. And so I'd ask you, if you have already made those plans and otherwise can't change them, then by all means, follow through, because I'm sure the local tourism businesses, whether here in South Australia or other places where they're able to continue to take visitors, that you would proceed. So 
he's coming. He's there. He's talking about it. The fire, the island is still in fire danger. In fact, about two days after <laughs> his visit, one of the other cities, big cities, was being evacuated, including the mm. Oval. Everyone had been evacuated too, was evacuated. Yeah. So yeah. there's still high danger on the island. And he's like, come here. Come have your holiday Support here. local businesses like I didn't do when I went on my holiday to okay. Hawaii. He was supporting local Hawaii businesses. <laughs> um, uh, to be fair, wherever you go on holiday, you are supporting local businesses of that locality. And that is absolutely a message to come across. We do need to have that message um, that we need to go back to these places. We need to spend money, especially places where tourism is their big income. However, not while they're still on fire. Well, it is It is a whole. It's the mindset of Scummo of businesses. Like You'll see whenever he's in, he is yeah. expressing sympathy, it's always the groups that he likes. Um, so mm. farmers... Um, and, and businesses. He will do the talk. So in this case, yeah. he doesn't care if you come to yeah. Kangaroo Island and, um, and your family's in danger. He'd prefer, he wants you to take that risk because it might potentially help yeah. a local business because he ranks businesses over human beings. Yeah. But anyway, his Kangaroo Island stuff got worse. But yeah, how hypocritical is that? He, he, yeah. And how bonkers is it to be telling people to come to yeah. an island that they've just had trouble evacuating yes. yeah anyway um and yeah <laughs> and that's still in high fire danger it just it's just like he doesn't care anyway he then went on uh and had <laughs> this conversation uh, and this is a conversation after two people have died uh and they were both volunteer firefighters yeah. <laughs> Two. That is the lamest response. Uh, thankfully, we had no loss of life. Two. Well, I was thinking of the firefighters. Yeah. First of all, it's still on fire. Yeah. If you were thinking of the firefighters, it's weird to say you've had no loss of life. Yeah. Like people who aren't firefighters don't count. Yeah. And secondly, they were firefighters. And thirdly, you didn't say. Like it's just all weird. Like, I, how humiliating! Like you would. You, I think we should move on. Well, he was shepherded. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, but how quickly he just came up with a dumb excuse. Like, he never concedes, oh, God, yes, of course. Or, no, that, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. Yes, I, my brain, you know. But, I mean, it's, you shouldn't have done it in the first place because it just mm. demonstrates, no. of the number of people who've died, how little attention he's really paid. Like, mm. and, and he's, keep in mind, he's just telling people <laughs> to come back to this island. He's not even conscious of how many people have died on it. Yeah. Like, it didn't occur to him to check. I'm calling people to come back to this island. Is it safe? Is that a good recommendation for me to make? Check. How safe is it? Has anybody died? People have died, have they? Like, oh, yeah, that's right. I only heard a few moments ago that two people had died. So it wouldn't occur to me to yeah. say that, thankfully, nobody's died. Like, yeah. what? How, everything has to have gone completely... Yeah. Everything in his organisation and his brain space has to be completely wrong for him to say that in the first place. <laughs> and then... Then he's dumb response. Yeah. And then, okay, so after Cabago and Kangaroo Island, then he's on 7.30 on Thursday, yeah. and he's asked by Michael Rowland, could you have done yeah. better? And he cannot concede that he could. This is him. This is him at Max Scott Morrison. Here he is. You've been visiting Firegrounds over the last week and a half or so. You have been received warmly by some, but also, Prime Minister, we've all seen the pictures of uh, fire victims and the firefighter refusing to shake your hand, pictures of you being heckled by fire victims, and yesterday you forgetting that two people had died on Kangaroo Island. It hasn't been your finest week, has it? 
Well, Michael, I've got to correct you there. I mean, even in that last uh, question that you just put to me, no, that's not true. I was referring to lost volunteer firefighters when I made that remark in Kangaroo Island. That was pointed out to the ABC, so I'm disappointed that you'd raise that in, in, in that way. Um, look, I've been out there on fire grounds and meeting people since September. These fires were back, started back in Queensland when I was up there in Canungra um, meeting those who've been affected. And, and you're right, there's a, a broad a variety of responses you get in relation to these events. They're very emotionally raw. People have lost everything. And I obviously don't take any of that personally. But why, why, why the hostile direction? Excuse uh, the interruption, directed at you. Why, why do you see there has been such a hostile reception for you in particular? Well, in the, in, in, in the circumstance you referred to, I was the first politician at a senior level to have worked, walked into that very affected community. And that wasn't the universal response, as the pub owner from Cabago and the bushfire <laughs> captain, uh, Mark, uh, has made very clear. So, uh, look, Interesting there's, there's watching a, somebody listen to this. There's a responses you get in these environments. And when you Same choose uh, to take the media along, well, they'll, they'll focus on some elements. They won't focus on others. That's the decisions others make. But what I, the decision I take is to turn up, to show up. And if people are upset, then I'll listen to that upset. If people are looking for comfort, then I provide that comfort and uh, have been pleased to do so on so many occasions. I mean, Except he doesn't know how to provide comfort. He doesn't know how to listen to people. All well, he, he doesn't knows, try. He's all he knows off. is to like walk away, yeah. to sit there and say, That's <laughs> She was upset compute. and asking me to help, so I thought I'd give her space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By walking away. He gave her lots of space. That's something he definitely gave her. He gave her so much space. <gasps> and, and, and to be quick. fair, Scott Morrison not being present is comforting in comparison with the alternative. In many ways. <laughs> that is true. That is true because I, I don't actually find Scott Morrison that comforting. Um, how, how good is that? Like, he, he literally cannot concede that he could have done anything better. And he was, does, this is a classic. This is so, every part of this, is, this whole week is revealing of who Sooty really is. How much is it the, the mm. way that when he's asked that question, he immediately attacks Roland and is like, I told you people what, what was actually said on Kangaroo Island and, and I'm very yeah. disappointed in you for, for bringing it back to me. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. dickhead, you made your dumb claim. We've seen the footage. You can gaslight all you yeah. like. We've seen it. You can just flat out lie. <laughs> we don't have to follow your lie. You can come to us before the interview and say, hey, don't you be saying that I said that nobody died because I only said volunteer firefighters. And ABC don't have to follow you spreading lies. Oh, God, the, it's I, The Liberal Party have become a real masters at that. Like, whenever you see them, like, they do it when they're interviewed or if they're on Q&A or something. Whenever somebody directly challenges something and they've got nothing, they're like, oh, that's actually, you know what, that's a disgusting lie and I'm actually really disappointed in you for saying that. Like, that, that's their go-to now. Whenever they're proven wrong, they're like, oh, you're a bad person for having told me that. Oh, uh, it's a lot of misdirection yeah. and, yeah, obfuscation. Yeah. But, I, I mean, he had the opportunity... Like, wouldn't you, if you were not a dickhead who shouldn't be in that yep. job, have simply said... Of course, yeah, it's been a hard week. It's been a I really could, difficult yeah. week. It's been really stressful. There's been a lot of information coming in. Um, you know, my As heart is breaking for, for these people. Yes, express empathy. And, yeah. and, and be like... And, okay, I get that in relation to the... Why are you being heckled personally, Scummo? Why is it that yeah. everybody seems to hate you personally and be blaming you personally no, that line is actually yeah. that line actually does make sense you know i'm the first senior politician that's, that's a good response me. that's a good it's response. bullshit because yeah. because by he's not the first per, you know he's the first prime minister there because he's the only prime minister yeah. um but yeah. I'm, I'm the prime minister i'm a figurehead i'm an easy target for the rage and it's my job to be that it's my job to take it it's my job to listen and that but is fine response if that's what he's he not done actually listening 
Yeah, if, no. if he had done that, rather than going there, not getting a photo op, and then dropping off again. So, like, if he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I just went in there to do the... Uh, like, his claim is... Contradict- yeah. And Roland doesn't actually call him on it, because it's the ABC, and they, I don't know, scared to hold him to... They will ask the question, but never, yeah. never call out the lie in response. So... Uh-huh. Yeah. So he gets away with it. Yeah. But I mean, Rowland should have just said, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Professor, but um, we've seen the footage, and in the footage, you don't offer that woman comfort. You walk away from her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you literally leave. Yeah. yeah. Like, ha- how yeah. is that you Put- offering her comfort? I mean, we can drop in yeah. that. We can, you know, this audio, this interview is being uh, recorded and put to be played shortly, but we can easily drop in the footage of that interaction for people to judge your words. Yeah. Like, are you sure that that's yeah. the version you want to give when people but can literally see it? Yeah. Anyway. They, I mean, that's yeah. what they should be doing to call out nonsense like that. But yeah, I, I, that's, that's a decent response. The, I mean, the point of the heckling to Scummo is no, people are actually angry with him. They're angry with him because he came back. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they're angry because he nicked off. He lied about where he was. They're angry because he came back mm. and said, volunteer firefighters don't need any help. He tried to fudge no. it for as long as he could get away with until he couldn't. Then when he yeah. does do help, it's as stingy as he can get away with. Yes. He, yeah, he yeah. isn't on the ground unless it's a friendly photo op. He's like, oh, yeah, the pub... The, no, no, you're just seeing the bad bit, but what about the people who liked me? <laughs> like, the yeah. pub owner at Cabago, <laughs> whose dad's the mayor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. National mayor. Like, yeah. That's the, representative. Um, but, like, what was the news reports Friday night after the protest? It's like, oh, he's just a lightning rod for, uh, for uh, their hatred. All right, all right. So, yeah, let's, oh, yeah. let's, let's play... It wasn't news. It was... It was Sky. So, wow. so news is in huge quotes. All right, let's yeah. let's play out. So the conservative media. Um, so they, they, I, don't, I don't know. I presume that people listening to this podcast are aware of the the dropkick and um, Caleb Bond in in Adelaide, who's this jumped up little Tory from. I don't know if he ever ended up yeah. working for the IPA, but basically he's just been writing right wing crap since he was a teenager, and and uh, obviously the, the yeah. Murdoch tabloid in Adelaide was happy to run it. Yeah, Triple J loved him right at the start. Like they they had him on Triple J all the time. Oh god, because a yeah. young conservative, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, such a novelty. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this is this is Caleb Bond spouting bullshit to Chris Smith and someone else who's a news a Sky News reporter. Um, on Friday, when so when the the climate protests are happening outside, and so, I'll, I, so that I don't, I'll just play it. I'll drop it in, but um, yeah, the, the, I'll play it in one long run. So you've got first of all, mm. uh, Caleb will be doing his standard bullshit of being like, oh yeah, the the protesters are, it's it's good that they've got something to do because they don't have jobs, and then they all like, because protesters don't have jobs, Nick and Denise, you know, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. nobody out there would have a no. job. Like, no, this yeah, is the kind of brainless close circle that they have in that stupid thing. And they yeah. just about a whole bunch of bullshit about how Australia can't do anything, um, which we will talk about <laughs> in a moment more. But um. And they, but you'll notice that throughout this, it's just basically this entire, entirely closed loop of people who have the same moronic mindset and don't want to hear anything that might contradict it. Yeah. yeah. Caleb Bond, reporter with the Adelaide Advertiser. You're in a little bit of a goldfish bowl. I can hear a murmur in the background. Are you being visually attacked by these climate protesters, are you? Well, I was when I was standing out the front of the Elizabeth Street studios here and uh, I was even abused by them. They were nice enough to come up and uh, express how much of uh, big fans they were of my work. Uh, A few fingers thrown around and uh, a few words that I can't repeat on air. But uh, look, you know, it's democracy in action. They can can go around and protest. It gives them something to do. They presumably don't have jobs or anything, so uh, good on them. Well said. The Greens are trying to nail the Prime Minister still, though, Caleb, by sort of trying to link 
his emissions policy to the bushfires. It's a scientific impossibility. Well, it's ridiculous. I mean, if we want to talk about whether emissions are affecting the bushfires, let's talk about China. I mean, as we know, we are just a drop in the water here in Australia. Meanwhile, you've got countries like China, India, the US, which are emitting at a rate of knots. Now, we can do everything we possibly can in Australia to reduce our emissions. It won't make one iota of difference to mm -hmm. bushfires in this country because there are other countries doing far more, uh, spewing out far more emissions than we are. You cannot blame the Prime Minister for the bushfires. Well, Caleb, you... Caleb, why didn't you open the door of your studio and let all of those <laughs> protesters know that as you said that? <laughs> Look, uh, there's a couple of seats in here. If they'd like to come <laughs> in and sit down and, and get some common sense, they're more than welcome oh, to. What a waste um, of time. But, 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 but they're out there saying sack Scott Morrison. Now, I don't know how uh, uh, democratically literate these people <laughs> are. You can't sack the Prime Minister. Um, they, they have made... As we've discussed before, they've made Scott Morrison basically the lightning rod for their hatred. The Scott, Scott Morrison didn't start the fires. He can't stop the fires. All he can do is stand around as a leader and say, OK, we'll give some money here and we'll look resolute and whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's a state issue. All right, so let's talk about uh, what Scummo can do. And in fact, let's also adopt Caleb's point about China. So... Presumably, we all want to be able to breathe going forward. and that, I'd like that. Yeah. And the, the, the um, feedback loops that we seem to be kicking into, so, you know, melting the... We talked about it earlier. Um, and, you know, the 100 nations worth of emissions that we've now got from the Absolutely. from just these bushfires. Yeah. So are those going to get added to our, our emissions targets? Of I what have we need to no reduce? idea whether we count that or not. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we need the world to reduce drastically urg urgently it needs at this point mm. because it's not just where we were going but now we've bun hit a bunch of tipping points where thing where other things outside yeah. our control are increasing the effect yes. so it's yeah so obviously we now need to because we've left it this late we now to it now needs to be a lot more drastic what we do all right mm. so obviously we need yeah. the whole world to be acting Urgently, we mm. it needs to not. It can't any longer be, you know, the the nonsense Paris targets and things that we are arguing against and trying to use <laughs> accounting tricks to try and make sure that we can pollute a bit more. It needs it, it, it's drastic now, yeah. and obviously, as Caleb says, China is a huge polluter. The problem is, of course, that China produces a third less per capita than we do. Yeah. So we can't. We don't have any lobbying power to turn around to China and say, "Hey." Uh, you need to reduce your emissions, yeah. and here's some technology that we've been developing that, that can help with it, or whatever. Mm. We haven't got any made any effort. Say, say we took Caleb's point seriously and genuinely wanted to get China to reduce their emissions. Well, first things first, we would need to be doing our part and yeah. not have China turn around and be like, "Our people pollute pollute like three times less than you." Mm. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so we don't have any credibility on that. And and what Caleb is arguing when he says raise China mm. is. He just means don't do anything. He doesn't mean let's address yeah. China because if we want to address China, yeah, cool, let's do that. So, one, we need to have our emissions lower than China. Two, we need to have things that we can persuade China to do. And three, we need to genuinely be making that part of our lobbying effort. We are not, as a country, going around the world lobbying other countries to do more. We're not using our diplomatic efforts to, no. you know, making deals. If you remove, reduce them by this much, we'll have, you know, do this particular benefit to your country. Yeah. We, as a country who's... In uh, fact, aren't we lobbying to get people to not? We do yeah. quite the reverse, exactly. <laughs> so let me be... The reason I'm raising all this is I'm saying that there are things Australia can do. Australian, The Australian government can do on the international stage. 
we as individuals cannot do any of this. We can only do it through our government, yep. which is why we need to be out on the streets demanding that our government do this. So how do we reduce our emissions? Well, step one, we get bring back a, the carbon price that we had that was reducing emissions yes. before the, the Libs axed it. This has to happen. This isn't really... Unless you are... And this is what we need to be pointing out to friends and family who still support these mob, this mob. Mm. Unless you want this to keep happening, do you think it's going to keep happening or do, or do you think this is a magical out of out of the ordinary one-off and yeah. next year will be fine? Like, Does anybody really believe that? If not, okay. Do you really think it's arsonists and, and hazard reduction? Because here's the evidence that that's not going to work. Yeah. And you might be like, I really want to believe that it'll work, but... If it, do you also really want to be able to breathe? And so focusing on that and then finding that actually it didn't make any difference and now, you know, you can't breathe in your home, is that the thing that you might regret? So <laughs> how about instead of that, we do what needs to be done, yeah. which is that we put so much pressure on the government that they have to reverse course. And if this government is too slow-footed to do that, then they get rolled. Then they and get a different, you know, they get a different leader in. Yeah. They, they get a, 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 a Turnbull equivalent back in because the public's opinion has so much changed that... The Libs are going to lose government if they don't switch to a, a liberal leader who's willing to do it. Mm. Well, and Turnbull was in the Guardian today saying that we need a Green New Deal, and basically Scotty for marketing needs to step up to the plate and yeah. needs to make this his watershed moment and needs to start buying in. He says a lot of other crap about how great he was and how he did all these great things in government yeah. for the environment, but basically he starts talking about wind and solar and putting the batteries in to store the power from those. Like he yeah. starts talking about all of this sort of stuff. There is a lot of stuff. Stuff that the when, Prime Minister can do. So Caleb who's yeah. like, oh, what's the Prime Minister meant to do? Yeah. Well, well, he could he can tell the nation where we're going and what we're doing yeah. and how we're addressing it. Yeah. He can have plans. He can have strategies. Yeah. On a federal, the, the idea that it's just like, oh, well, the fires are up to the states. No, yeah. I mean, I do know that fires, when they get to a state border, they do tend to be like, oh, wait, 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 we've got to wait. You know, this do we is, have a visa? Do we? Is it okay to cross over the over this imaginary invisible line oh, wait, in the bush? This, yeah. this is a fruit fly exclusion zone. We oh. can't go in here. Yeah, yeah no. Sorry. That's, no, sorry. That's all that right. was the that was the great bit. Like that's he does it in the seven thirty report as well. You know, when he defending himself for going on holidays or for not doing much, he's like, oh, you know, we can't really do much until we wait for the states to ask us for help, and then we'll work at helping. It's like, no, no, that's not leadership. That's not leadership. Offer help. Go. Hey, you know what? Shit's getting real. What do you need? I'll do whatever. All, All right. right. Let's play. Let's play. There's two more bits from that 730 yeah. So let's play that bit where he's asked, shouldn't he have acted quicker? Yeah. He, he can't even concede that. Yeah. He can't even concede yeah. that. Do you concede, Prime Minister, mm. that you should have recognised this was a national emergency much earlier than you did and stepped in much earlier with firm national leadership? Well, let's just uh, summarise the national response we've had. We've had the single biggest response, which has included the call out of the reserve, some 3,000, that's never happened before, the establishment of the National Bushfire Recovery Agency and, and $2 billion of initial and additional funding to support that. Prior to us instigating that move forward and integrate posture, we were operating under what has been the standing arrangements with states and territories for many, many years, and that is we respond to requests and we, and we work in with them as they direct us. Now, what became clear uh, on New Year's Day in particular, as we had moved from catastrophic fires, particularly in one state, uh, to across two states in particular, and emerging threats in South Australia and in other places, is that had gone well beyond. And an unprecedented level of event required an unprecedented response from the Commonwealth. And uh, so even just a week before that, the conditions were quite different. 
They were certainly disastrous in New South Wales, as they had been in Queensland and other places. But in terms of the overwhelming capacity of resource that could be brought to bear, that needed a different posture from the federal government. And that's what we took the initiative to do at that time, because it had escalated to that level. Talk long enough and they can forget you'd never actually said anything. That's it. Yeah, no. Just keep he, going. He's been gish galloping like, like his life depends on it. Mm. He is a waffle iron. Yeah. The other one, he also did this reductio ad absurdum, which I, I liked that he actually used the word absurd in this reductio ad absurdum, where he's asked, well, this is his bullshit excuses to why Australia can't do anything about emissions or why mm. it's got nothing to do with the bushfire crisis. <laughs> You said at a media conference over the weekend that your government had always accepted the link between climate change and extreme weather, including bushfires, but that is not the case. As you probably know, your Deputy Prime Minister Michael McCormack in December said climate change was only the concern of, quoting him directly, woke capital city greenies, your communications minister Paul Fletcher on News Breakfast. I had to ask him three times to accept the link between climate change and bushfires. He didn't go there. So why did you make that statement? Because it's true. Because when Quinton Dempster your, your asked colleagues, me that at the National were, Press were Club, saying otherwise. Michael, excuse, the pri- excuse the interruption. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Michael. It is the policy of the government to acknowledge the link between these these events, um, and at a global level, of course, global uh, changes in the environment and the climate have a broader impact on the world's weather systems. What we've always said, though, is you cannot link any individual single emissions reduction policy of a country, whether it's Australia or anyone else, to any specific fire event. I mean, that's just absurd. And to suggest that that is the case would be simply wrong. The thing is, he's been touting that line other places because on 2GB on Friday, he said the suggestion that there's any one emissions reduction policy or climate policy that has contributed directly to any of these fire events is just ridiculous. And the conflation of those two things, I think, has been very disappointing. He also says we don't want job destroying, economy destroying, economy wrecking targets and goals, which won't change the fact that there have been bushfires or anything like that in Australia. So we won't change anything. (laughs) But the thing is... You're right. It would destroy the economy, but so... No, he's wrong. That's a lie. The idea that it would destroy the economy is a fudge that they keep pushing to pretend that that your your choice is an Mm. economy or an environment. No, it isn't. There's a lot we could be doing. If I can finish my my thought, is you're right, it would destroy the economy because continuing to have these fires would mean that we have no economy. Continuing to have these emissions would mean that we have no economy. Yeah, sorry. The destroying the economy is is what what he's doing. Is actually what you're doing. If we can't breathe and if we can't live and if we can't go about our day and go outside yeah. of our homes we don't have an economy yes yeah. I do like I do like that he, he's refers to it as absurd in the 730 interview um, highlighting that reductio ad absurdum thing because nobody is saying <laughs> that a specific yeah. single emissions target exactly. is connected to a mm. specific fire event because you're right that would be absurd in the yeah. same way as if we said what's the analogy people are doing on Twitter it's like it's like saying well you know it's fine to smoke all those cigarettes because nobody can say that that specific cigarette led to that specific yeah. cancer. Like, well, that's exactly yeah. it. When no one is yeah. saying that. It is the general point that all of these things have contributed to it. Yeah. And yeah. that is what we're saying. And it's that it, misdirection. It is true that Scummo's emissions in 2019, since he's been Prime Minister, are not directly linked to 2020 for bushfires. Everything to do with these has been locked in for a couple of years. But yeah. the Libs cancelling the carbon price in 2013 is probably linked with it. Yeah. Absolutely has a, something, a part to play, yeah. Yeah, and what we are doing today will definitely be linked into what happens in 2025 or 2023 mm. or And are continuing to coal at the levels that we're doing, are continuing to mine coal at the levels that we're doing. Like, all of these things are linked to it. And oh, yeah, if this you whole thing about our emissions. When, when you're like, we're only 1.3% of global emissions with 0.3% of the world's population. So hugely more than our 
Um, yeah, more than but, doing our but, share. But look but at all the coal we sell. That's right. Those figures always ignore how much coal we send off to be burned elsewhere. If you count the amount of coal that comes from us that's burnt, it's mm. even huger. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. wild. It'd be massive. So yeah, we do need to take to the streets. We do need to uh, continue to take to the streets. There was some great turnout. I uh, saw some photos of a friend up on a balcony in uh, Sydney just taking a picture of the Sydney streets on Friday, and they were just filled. Hmm. And although, like the media, are doing, the Murdoch press are doing everything in their power to bury them. Uh, like I think they were, yeah, you know, they filled that Brisbane CBD, and then they got like page seven in the Courier Mail, this tiny hmm. on the side without pictures. And in, in Melbourne, they were telling us that you can't come and protest because there it's a high bushfire day, and you'll be taking away police resources. <laughs> we need to have the right police who we were otherwise going to send to the fire. Apparently, we need to send yeah. those right police back so you know so they can belt up the protesters like they did in uh, <laughs> back in December. Yeah. Well, and we can yeah. definitely not uh, count on Labor leader Anthony Albanese to do anything um, or to hold it to the government as much as he says he will, yeah. because he said that the opposition wanted to see strong action on climate change, but the party was still considering its position following last year's election loss. We'll yeah. announce our proposals based on where we're at closer to an election, but we won't let the government off the hook. This is no. one of the yeah. shit things about Labor, not just that they uh, try to play catch-up, but that they they don't take the opportunity when it's offered to them to take a lead and have mm. make a running on it in a way that they could win. Clearly people right now are really worried. This mm. is the time. If Labor this is the time for Labor to turn around and be like, you know what? This is the thing we have to do. Uh-huh. People need to be able to breathe. Um, yeah. Clearly, clearly, what's happening today? Clearly, our emissions—we're not having any impact on reducing the world's emissions. Um, yeah. And clearly, the the only emissions reductions that the the, the the libs are claiming are the ones that we achieved in under Labor under the yeah. the Gillard ETS, where he would he would drop out the Greens, yeah. and we need to go back to that. Clearly, this is a situation we need to be doing our part, and then having the pressure put on the rest of the world to do their part. Because I don't want to see major Australian cities where people can't breathe. I don't want to see major yeah. Australian towns that are burnt to the ground. This is the thing yeah. that needs to change. This is the time to do it. Clearly, we don't have any more time up. This is the time. Like, Labor could seize the moment, but yeah. they don't, yeah. and they will leave it yeah. to the last minute, and then whatever position they take, they won't be able to argue because their ability to it's argue it when... too late. Yeah. ...to go along with the facts has changed. And it's yeah. like with the religious discrimination thing. By the way, that hideous religious privilege bill... Is uh, if you want to get submissions in, they're due on the 31st of January. So, okay, I'm going to get that done. Yeah, yeah, no, already make a submission because that's it's on their stupid second draft. But if, on that thing, for example, Labor is what, taking so long to come out and be like, no, this bill is all about entrenching religious privilege. It's got nothing to do with religious <clears> freedom. That's yep. a complete misnomer. It is a pander to the people who hated marriage equality to try and give them more power to hurt the people who to yeah. LGBTI people. That's entirely what yeah. it's all about. Labor could be running that right now, and they could be quite clear on it, and then they don't have a wedge at this point. They're being clear about it. Like, they've yeah. let people know they've used their soapbox because Labor still does have a decent soapbox to let people mm. know what the thing is with the bill. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah. But instead, they leave it to the last minute so that people get all these misconceptions about it uncontradicted yeah. in the meantime. Yeah, I, I think I think I know. I think I reckon this the strategy. It's what they did during the leadership spill as well. It's like okay, the Liberal Party's doing bad. We'll just step away. We'll just let them fall over each other. Like we won't, we won't get in the limelight. We'll just let it happen because they, they think that it would be bad for them to be seen, you know, sort of kicking someone while they're down in a way. Yeah, yeah. But that's oh. what they need to be doing. That's what they need. To, like that's what Abbott did. He went for the throat. Do it. Yeah. Go for the well, throat. Right. Daniel Andrews down here in Victoria was being really cagey about being critical of Scott Morrison when everybody was staring yeah. into him. 
and and Labour shouldn't do, like no, it's not your job to boost the Prime Minister. You can be like, yeah. um, yeah. look, I'm here focused on the fires, but <laughs> and so it's not really my job to be making commentary on the Prime Minister. But I can certainly think of things that uh, could have been done differently. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't need to be. Like, don't make apologies for the bastard. Yeah. 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 That's it. Don't defend him. Like, why couldn't Andrews have said, I thought it was a bit weird leaving the country without putting yeah. a deputy, putting anyone in charge and then lying about it? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. who's? how can you blame him for capitalising on the fires if he's just said, I don't know why he left the country and lied about it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's not like using the fires. Pretty fair call. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. not, it's using Morrison's actions as the, as the, as the, uh, you know, thing that they're pointing out. Not they're not using the bushfires themselves as the as no. the issue, just what Morrison's actions have been. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and yeah, the the idea that he wants to be a national leader, but but does it, but all these defenders are like, oh, what's his what was his line from Hawaii? Oh, it's not like I'd be there holding a hoe. Yeah, yeah. we're not <laughs> asking you to ho- stop misrepresenting no, yeah. what we're asking you to do. We're not saying an individual piece of yeah. of yeah. carbon led to this individual bushfire. We're oh, not actually, saying this prime minister needs it to hold a It was that specific piece of coal that they brought into parliament. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was it. That was oh it. my god! Dun dun dun! I'm gonna go back in time and assassinate that piece of uh, coal. That's that's the secret. <laughs> People are going back to kill baby Hitler, but that piece of yeah, coal. That's it. That baby coal. Yep, that's it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. So I guess to wrap this up, I think this is a crucial moment we all need to seize. And the only way to seize that is to be puncturing the bullshit excuses that people are putting in the front between them and the obvious truth hmm. to try and not face it. And once, if we can puncture those, it's arsonists, it's hazard reduction, those bullshit excuses, yeah. when the biggest thing is clearly the climate change yeah. and the fact that we are not as a planet, not just Australia, but not as a planet doing anything about it, and we get rid of this idiotic line people have that, oh, well, until the planet does it, Australia yeah. can't do anything. Like, Australia doesn't have any impact internationally. <laughs> like, we need to be pushing that hard and we need to be... Pro- it needs to become such a thing, a barbecue talker. It needs to be a yeah. thing where it becomes apparent to the libs, and they are getting calls from lib voters yeah. who say, well, I was a quiet Australian, but I you know, would kind of like to be able to breathe. Yeah. The point where the liberal MPs start realising that they're going to lose the election... Mm. If they don't, switch. And those of them who can recognise that this is not going yeah. away. This is, you know, they might be like, well, you know, it's a couple of years to the next election. Yeah, it's one year to the next devastating fire season, one year to the following one. We're not even yeah. through this one. Yeah. Um, if you think that this is going to be as bad as it gets and there's not going to be any, any more disasters between now and 2022. Mm. Yeah. E- email I, your optimist. Liberal senators. Email the Liberal MPs. If you live in a Liberal seat, call them. Yeah. But yeah, and be out and about. The whole conversation needs to change and urgently, and it needs to be one of like, nah, your denial of, you know, will it change or not? Oh, it's not changing. This is just normal weather fluctuation. This has never happened. We've never been able to not breathe in Canberra. This is bullshit. Mm. It's not like there's been, you can't blame arson. It's not like there's been a sudden rise in arson. Mm. It's not like there's been a sudden drop in hazard reduction. Mm. It's entirely high temperatures and drought as a result of climate change, unprecedented, which the Prime Minister concedes. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do something about it, yeah. it's going to continue being unprecedented and we're all doomed. So, and say, I don't care who's at fault. I don't want to play a blame game. What I want to see is action yeah, happen just now. Do it. And I yeah. want to see you taking that action. Yeah. yeah. Australia needs to do everything in its power to persuade China and yeah. their countries. Mm. And we're not. 
We are definitely no. not doing that. Yeah. We have to clean our own backyard up first before we can do that. We, no, we can do it both simultaneously, yeah. but we're going to have more credibility as if, if we're we do doing clean it. up our yeah, own backyard. Doing the work. But, we're, but to be fair, to be fair, not only we're we not cleaning up our own backyard, we're not even trying to persuade <laughs> yes, other countries. Exactly. Like we're on the when you, they go to these international conferences, we're on the. What about a bit more time for the coal lobby? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're always like, on the spoiler no, side. The backyard's fine. Like, just leave it; it'll be right. Like that's 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 their attitude well, at the moment. And- mm. I think one of the interesting points, one of the points that should be made during that conversation continually is that we are the 14th largest emitter out of 208 countries. Mm. And if you added all the countries together with emissions under that measly 2%, we'd together be responsible for almost as much as China and India put together. That's like 40%. Jeez. Like yeah. countries like us, that's about 40%. Yeah. yeah. And so, so just- if every one of those little countries stopped you know, like what they were doing, we'd be down at 20% of the emissions. Like if we all have what we were yeah. doing, those measly countries. And we did have ways of doing it that weren't destroying the economy. The, the carbon price did not destroy the economy. Mm. China it was actually needs boosting to do it the economy. too. United States needs to do it. India needs to do it. All of those other countries need to do it, but we also need to do it. Yeah. So as you're really clear, we, have a, we know exactly what the government needs to do. We have a plan for what the government needs to do. We're, we're being very specific about what the government needs to do. Yeah. And... They just and, and we need to be putting pressure on them and making sure that everybody else put mm. pressure on them to do it. Anyway, our daughter has now arisen. No. So we're going to have to leave it there. Yeah. Um, but I want to say thank you to everybody for coming back. I do apologise that there was a bit of a gap between episodes uh, because of me not being able to speak, <laughs> uh, which I find a bit of a problem in the podcast. I did record an episode. It's just that there was just no audio. Well, I mean, it, you couldn't hear anything. There was, is. It's just it's all you hear is... There was, uh, mu- there was uh, music at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> there was some grunting. There was a lot of snuffling. You heard my blowing my nose. You hear the shrieking sound like Stranger Things, like these. Ah, <laughs> but that's just him trying to talk and rant at things. Hang on a second. I had a fever this week. Do you think I've been possessed by the mind flare? Possibly. Possibly. Wait, no. If I had been possessed by the mind flare, would I be telling you that I've been possessed by the mind flare? Yes, and raising the possibility. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. I'd be, that's pretty cunning of me. Anyway, I said last week that we were going to specifically thank all of our Patreon supporters today. And I'm going to because you guys are how the podcast happens. We do need more support. I think some of, our, some of the podcast supporters, the Patreon supporters that I'm going to list now, have been unable to keep going. I'm going to thank them because they were contributing and I never actually thanked them when they were contributing. But anybody who feels that they would like the podcast to continue and would like to hear these these takes on things as they keep going, please do consider contributing. It's very necessary. There are costs concerned with running a podcast as well as time and resources. And uh, Oh, and I mean, we need another mic stand that I still haven't been able to afford to get. So thank you to everybody who is supporting us. And I'm going to I'm gonna say thank specific thank yous to everybody um, in, in this list. In fact, I'll get Denise to, to alternate with me. So um, thank you, Adam Gatt. Alex Sperling. Bob Biggs. Charlie Spencer. Chris Cash. Chris McDougall. Claire Delora. Crimson. Dan Condor. Daniel Curden. Darren Stewart. Dave Agius. David King. You too. Hamish Brown. Ian McMillan. I'm not a libertarian. No, I'm sorry, I'll do that again. I'm not a librarian. Also not a libertarian. <laughs> I would like I, yeah, we're perfectly happy having librarian listeners to the yeah, podcast. But, but if you're not a librarian, that's cool too. Yes. Um, and non-librarians. Yeah. You can, if you're not a libertarian, that's fine as well. Ishay Sagi. <laughs> James Ansel. Jeremy Acton. Jess Donovan. Kristen. Lance. Maka. Mark Walkie. Michael Ellis. Nathan Faithful. Nick Moody. Nicola. Paul Taylor. Paul Windsor. Peter Stapleton. Probably a cat girl cliche. That's an awesome username. <laughs> Reese A. Atkin. Ruben Shard. Seb Talkman. Simon Richardson. Simon Thomas. The Kilted Chicken. You get all the good names. Tim. Tim Hatcher. Warmo. Will Ross. And Zip Durango. Thank you to all of you. All of your contributions have made a huge difference and we've been extremely grateful over the time. I haven't said anything because I didn't know... I didn't really know a dignified way of doing it. 
and pleading for <laughs> pleading for supporters is also not very dignified. But um, that's one of the things you need to do, I guess. Um, but you people have have made an enormous difference, and we are so very grateful. And just please please be aware that that everything you've done has been very much appreciated. Absolutely. Um, so uh, anybody who would like to join them, um, there there are a few people in that. Well, that was a list of everybody who's ever supported the podcast. So a few people are not currently, and, and we definitely could uh, are in a position where we would we would greatly appreciate some additional help at the moment because yeah. uh, there are some costs. And I think I think some people, not even just those in bushfires affected zones, have been having some financial difficulties lately. Yes. Um, and our podcast yeah. is foolishly pitched at the... See, you know when you're... People who go to medical school, the, the right thing to practice in if you want to become wealthy is diseases of the rich. In a podcast, you should pitch it at, at political opinions yeah. of the rich. And we stupidly <laughs> pitch it at political opinions of people who art billionaires and probably a critical <laughs> billionaires. It's a foolish Damn pitch. It. Let's uh, change. Let's become the IPA. Wait, no. You know what? We probably would be fine for donations if we were advocating for, for the mining lobby. Right. I'm sure <laughs> Twiggy Forest would have some money for us. Anyway, <laughs> thank you also to Alex Lum for the artwork. Thank you, Robin Ray, for the music. Thank you, Nick, for coming back on the podcast. It's been lovely having you back. No, thanks for having me again. Where do we find you online, Nick? Uh, yeah, where do we find you? Uh, I think just comedian Nick Carr on things. Just just search Nick Carr, I think. Yeah, just uh, I, think I, I think I'm starting to be at the point now where if you just search Nick Carr, it doesn't just come up with Jimmy Carr. Sometimes it comes up with some of my stuff as well. So. Oh, Excellent. I'll give you a high five, but you're, you're on Skype, so it doesn't it doesn't work. And I, you just left me hanging due to, you know, being in a different state. Yeah. Oh, Denise is going to not let Also, I've, I've lost video uh, right now, so I can't see you guys at all. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for coming back. Thank you, Denise. No worries. Uh, we'll see you all, my voice permitting, next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.